turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. A life of influence isn't achieved overnight. It is built through the consistent application of wisdom and hard work. Dr. Derek Greer's brand new book, 120 Minutes to Live Big, provides you with 120 bite-sized nuggets of insight on practical topics such as marriage and finances, as well as wisdom for personal growth and leadership development. It will ask you penetrating questions to help you reflect and apply what you've learned. This book will stimulate self-examination and provide fuel for personal transformation. The best thing about it, Dr. Greer is offering this book to you absolutely free. That's right, a free copy of 120 Minutes to Live Big, mailed to you as a gift. However, that's not all. You will also get 30 days access to Dr. Greer's Growth Lab, a program designed to help you grow from good to great, from mediocre to extraordinary. It's our prayer that this gift leaves you with a burning desire to be better and become everything God wants you to be. So, if you want to live a life that overflows and blesses others, this gift is for you. Claim your free book and get free 30-day access to Dr. Greer's Growth Lab. Simply visit dgmfree.com. You were made to think big, do big, But tomorrow can be bigger Just grow, let the world overflow, yeah Live a life bigger than yourself You're created for greatness Live a life bigger than yourself Hello, welcome to Live Big with Dr. Jared Greer We believe that the truth of God's word will empower you to live a life so big that it impacts everyone and everything around you. As always, you can get this message and more at gracechurchva.org. Let's join Dr. Greer for today's Live Big message. And when you pray for people, it's not until their problem becomes your own that you can help. I mean, we pray for the wayward and, oh, she on drugs. I don't know. Oh, Lord, help her on drugs. Get a nasty attitude. God ain't going to hear you. Oh, he's cheating on husband. He a homosexual, whatever. No, your heart ain't right. God ain't hearing you. It's not until you identify and you can feel it yourself that you get moved in your stomach for the issue that person's facing and you own it. You ain't better than nobody. Somebody prayed for your sorry behind. They sure did. They did. While you were off in your sin and in your mess, somebody prayed for you. So you ought to be a get down off your high horse and feel somebody else's pain. Maybe they're not as smart as you, not as bright as you, but I tell you what, all have sinned and fallen short. And let me tell you something, if you can't identify with a sinner, you need to get out of ministry. Don't you dare wear the Christian t-shirt because you're a mockery to the faith. I got serious before I intended to sit down before we, so we can move, move, move forward. 
She said, Lord, help me. Digs in. And he answered and, and said, and I, I can't prove this from Scripture, but I think he either had a smile on his face or a gleam in his eye. He was like, come on, girl, you can do this. You can do this. You see, conventional wisdom said that, you know, he was a Jew. She was a Gentile. You know, you're, you're white or, or he's black or, or Asian or Latin. I don't know. Whatever the issue is, that there's supposed to be some major cultural hurdles that you're not supposed to get past. And he was like pulling, come on, mama, you can get past this. You can, here is the facts. Here are the facts. This is what culture is saying. And he speaks it. He said, it's not good. How many of you know God is good? Okay. It's not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. Obviously, Jesus doesn't subscribe to our modern notion of self-esteem at all costs. Jesus just spoke the truth and let it land where it may. You see, his assignment was first to the covenant people, then to the Gentile, first the Jew, then the Greek. He said, that ain't right. Why ain't that right? These are Abraham's children. They had a covenant with God, and they bore the brunt of the scriptures. The, the holy scriptures were written through them. They were, they were custodians of the holy writ, the holy word, attacked by nature around them because of their divine identity. And, and why should they not be first? But for some reason, whatever doesn't serve my personal self-esteem. Whenever I'm not first and I'm not number one, I'm out of there. I'm th- No, 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 no. Listen, I don't care if I'm number two, number three. No, as long as you get to me, Lord. As long as I'm in the room and I'm in the number, I don't care your order. But she wasn't all offended. Well, you know what? I'm not number one. She didn't back away. He was like, listen, my ministry's first. The prophets have spoken. It's first to the Jews. Then the Gentiles. Then he looked at it like what? See, y'all got the wrong Jesus posted up on, on, on your walls and in the pictures in your houses. My Jesus was like, what, what, what? But watch it, watch it, watch it, because we're going to learn something. And she said, how dare you? No. Yes, Lord. In spite of what would be considered insensitivity by today's standards, she still called him Lord. When you don't understand, when you don't get it, when God's ways seem offensive, can you still call him Lord? I remember, you know, really about 15 years ago or so, maybe a little bit more, I was still sick in body. The doctor said, no, look, buddy, you just got to live with that. My marriage was strained. Church was declining. You know, late at night, the kids would be in bed and my wife would fall asleep. And quietly, I'd go off into our little closet and I'd close the door. And I'd begin to worship. And every time before I worshiped, I remember the words of Job. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. You see, sometimes I don't understand his hand. But I've learned to trust his heart. 
And even though it looks like he's trying to destroy me and kill me, even though it looks like he's not for me, God, I will trust you. But pay attention to who's doing this. It's not a Jewess. This is a Gentile. And this is the contrast, and this is why it's recorded in Scripture. If It's amazing. Sometimes we get so churchy, and we stop seeing, and we stop acting normal. So God had to get someone outside of the covenant, someone who didn't feel entitled, and use her attitude to instruct us. She said, yes, Lord. And what she was saying is, you know, it's true. I'm a Greek. My culture is offensive. I'm a sinner from a family of sinners. My mama's a sinner. My daddy's a sinner. My uncle's a sinner. And all my kids, sinners. She didn't fight. Talking about, don't call me. No, 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 no. Jesus alluding to her doggishness, you think is, how could he say that? We're all dogs. I I know. (laughs) We are a mess. And until you admit it, you can't quit it. So he's like, listen, I'm I'm, going to call it what it is. And how you respond to the truth is going to determine whether or not you receive. But again, the cult of self-esteem says, make me feel good. As long as I look well and, and I come off well, then Lord, you know, you're not God. I'm not God. And I don't care what your bag is or what your sin is. You need to call it what it is. And it's only after you call it what it is that you can get the help that you need. And thank you for that, that, you know. Stay with me. She said, yes, Lord. Okay. I'm a sinner. I'll accept that. The people are sinners. But, um, Lord, may I use your own words? This is really, really important. You see, the biggest problem most of us have in prayer, not you, the person next to you, <laughs> is we don't use God's word in our prayers. We'll reason, we'll negotiate, we'll use cliches like, you know, uh, give me a good cliche. It just escaped me. What's that? Yeah, yeah, God helps those who help themselves. That's Benjamin Franklin. It's not in the book. It's not in the book. That's Ben. The book of Ben. But, but let me read you something. Psalms 138, verse 2. For you, O Lord, have magnified your word above all your name. Meaning... God honors his words above all of his attributes. That's important. If you get hold of God's word, you get hold of him. Meaning, even if God wanted to kill you, God said, well, you know what? I said, I'm faithful and just to forgive you of your sins. Even if God felt like, you know, I just want If everything righteous and holy in him wanted to grab you up, 
and just obliterates you. He holds his word above his very character, his name. So he would check himself based on his word. That's why when the Bible says in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was, Jesus is the word. God will check himself based on Jesus. So faith in Christ. It's one of the most powerful things you could ever, you know, God's a holy God. He liked to, to, to stop some stuff out. But he sent his word. And he promised, you know, whoever looks to him, you know, I will not be ashamed. So even though I might deserve X, Y, and Z, if the word promises me ABC, I'm trusting ABC. She speaks back to Jesus. The religious spirit's gone because now the woman's here and she's talking business. She said, okay, Lord, I'll be a dog. But yet even the little dogs. Okay, Lord, I'll be a sinner. But didn't you say you came to seek and to save the Lord? Didn't you say you came to save sinners? So I don't mind being called what you call me because I know what you said about those you called those names. And the reason why we reject those names that were supposed to come our way is because we don't believe that God's a savior. All right. All right. Okay. All right. She throws the word back at her. She said, okay, I'll be a dog. But yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. You see, he broke through the religious facade. And now she's thinking like a person who has sense. And she's like, okay, okay. You know what? I'll be that. But, but, but what did you promise to people like that? So, Lord, call me whatever you need to call me. And I will take hold of the promise for people in that category. And there's no category of people. No sin too great, no thing so bad that God doesn't have it covered. Do you understand? Verse 28, and this is important because we finally get to the good part. Then after all that, Jesus answered and said to her, Oh woman, that's a respectful statement. Lady, great is your faith. Meaning Jesus was pulling for her all the time. Sometimes your greatness can be blocked by your taking up an offense. You will never get to greatness being so easily offended. You got to give God a chance. To make sense of sometimes when I'm going through, I don't get it. And it looks like God has abandoned me. It looks like God. But when I get to the other side, it's amazing how all of a sudden I see things differently. He looked at her and said, oh, woman, great is your what? Faith. What are you trying to say? Listen, lady, you don't have to do all that screaming. You don't have to work that hard with me. All I need you to do is take me at your word, my word. And, and you don't have to work that hard. Just, just take, take the Lord at his word. In Jesus' name, it's all well. It's all well. It's all well. It's all well. All right. It's all well. He looked at her and said, great is your faith. Again, 
I want to circle back and we're going to bring it in today. He did not say, great is your need. See, a lot of people in her neighborhood had the same need. The kids went to the same school, came home with the same problems. He didn't say great is your need. He said great is your what? Faith. She got results because she exercised faith. Now we go to prayer, God, I need, I need. And God says, show me your faith, your faith, your faith. The kingdom of heaven doesn't work based on need. If it did, as I said earlier, there wouldn't be hunger. There wouldn't be hurt. Man, there's so much need on this planet, but God is silent. The way the kingdom operates, the spiritual realm operates, is faith. And you got to tap into that kingdom by faith. Not emotion, not yelling. This woman... Her doctrine was right. Her, her verbiage was right. Everything she said was right. But Jesus was looking for faith. And he let some circumstances arise that pulled that faith out of her. And it was demonstrated in a profound way. He said, great is what? Your faith. And we're through here. What distinguishes regular faith from great faith? Only two people in the Bible does Jesus say have great faith. Both of them were Gentiles. One was a centurion, and the other is this woman. Jesus did not have an ethnic or racial issue. Because when these people were willing to to get past some of the the, the things that would hinder most people, he called them great. How many of you would like God to call you great? He said, great is your faith. Number one, you want to know what distinguishes great faith from regular faith? Great faith is not easily offended. It's not, it gets over offense. Life is too short for me to be offended with you all the time. Matter of fact, you win if I stay offended because I'm not happy. Offended people are not happy people. Number two, great faith is concerned with the needs of others. She brought the need of her daughter, the centurion, the need of, of one of his servants. Number three, Great faith requires great desire. This woman wanted it. This woman was passionate. She even was willing to make some mistakes before she got it. And Jesus corrected her all the way. And finally, he walked her to that place where she could receive results. Jesus says it a little bit clearer here. He said, woman, let it be to you as you desire. Perseverance, humility, trust was how she got it, what she wanted. It wasn't her screaming. It wasn't her yelling. It was she was willing to push through, press through, take hold and say, I trust you even though I don't quite get this. Watch the results. And her daughter was healed that very hour. How many of you have some issues that need to be healed this very hour? Yeah, this message is for you. Faith is a bridge between where you are and where God wants you to go. And unless you take that first step over the bridge, 
you can't get to where God wants you to go. When I was a kid, I was afraid of bridges. In fact, I used to have a, a recurring nightmare that I'd get on a bridge in a car. I don't know how I was driving at six or seven, but I was driving a car. <laughs> and right when I got over dark water, the bridge would break away and my car would, would either fall into the water and I wake, or wake up right before I, I landed and all the rest. But bridges can be scary. When wind starts blowing, it can be shaky. But faith is the only way to get to the other side. And your daughter's here, this very, but, but, but only after she was willing to get on the bridge of faith. Only after she was willing to trust. And the only way you're going to bridge this thing, the only way you're going to get to the other side of this thing, is you can scream as much as you want. You come up with your reasons, your rationalizations. You, you can come up with great arguments in prayer. But you're not going to cross it until you start to believe. And faith is not just based on faith. It's based on God's word. And when you say, Lord, your word's going to be a bridge over this situation. I got some trouble, water, Lord, and, and you're going to be my bridge, Lord. You're going to get me. Lord, your word says, I know what the doctor, your word said, by your stripes. Your word says that the jailer, his whole household was saved. So, so you Noah, his whole family was saved. His, his, his kids were trifling. When they got out of the boat, there was some big, big stuff happened. Stuff I didn't want to talk about happened with some of his boys. But his whole family got on the ark of safety. So, Lord, if you could do that for Noah, if you can do that for that, Lord, you could do it for me. My whole household will be saved. But, but his word has to be the bridge, and you got to believe it. This woman. I don't ever intentionally just like to offend people. That ain't my thing. But the reality is truth can be offensive. Truth is, is brittle. It just breaks. It's not something that's flexible. When it comes to truth, just like I, I can't move off that. And, and I, 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 kindness, love, but truth is truth. How many of you have ever had an experience with gravity? Okay, I expected more hands to go up. Gravity. It's these braces in my mouth that make it unclear. That's what it is. Gravity can be offensive. As you get older, things that used to be up start coming down. Gravity can take a toll on people. Let me come down here so I'll be quiet. Okay. I mean, because of gravity, I, I, I've tripped, I've fallen, I've, I've bled, I've hurt. Gravity at time has offended me. But do you know without gravity... We couldn't have this meeting today. I'd be floating off that way. You'd be floating off that way. Without gravity, I couldn't eat food. I couldn't digest food. It wouldn't go down. It'd just keep coming up. Even though gravity has done some things that, that, that sometimes it just offended me a little bit. It's really still my best friend. Gravity is truth. And if you use it rightly, it'll work for you. But it can also work against you. Just go up into your house today and go up to the second floor and walk off that roof. <laughs> and you will discover that gravity is no respect of person. I don't care how much gravity likes you. I don't care how long you've known each other. When you violate that law, the consequences. And that's a tough part of the gospel. There's truth. And it doesn't move. 
I, I could be, you know, the governor of the state of Virginia. Just because I'm a governor doesn't mean gravity's going to work for me or just, just the way it does. I does it doesn't care about titles. Right. doesn't care about what church you attend. It's a law. It's true. In fact, we could outlaw gravity today. We could all write our senators. Let's outlaw this. Gravity's a bad thing. It hurt me. Gravity's not even going to be phased. You've been listening to Live Big with Dr. Derek Greer, the radio broadcast ministry of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. It is our sincere prayer that you were blessed and empowered to live big. Listen to this message and much more from Dr. Greer for free at gracechurchva.org. We also invite you to join Dr. Greer and the Grace Church family here in Dumfries, Virginia, not far from Quantico Marine Base. We would love to meet you and have you join us for worship, teaching, and fellowship every Sunday and Wednesday. Get directions, service times, and much more at gracechurchva.org. That's our time for today. Join us weekdays at this time for the teaching ministry of Dr. Derek Greer. And remember, until next time, live big. God wants you to live a life that's big, a life that's bigger than yourself and inspired by the vision he has just for you. The challenge is that sometimes we get stuck on the journey. Things become stagnant and and keep us from living up to our full potential. We know that sometimes, you know, things need to change, but we just don't know what or how. When this happens, the, the big question we must ask ourselves is how do I get unstuck? How do I break free from these limitations? To help you identify where you are on your journey to living big, I've developed an assessment tool that will reveal where you are and and where you're stuck. Based on your individual results, this tool will point you toward resources that are going to help you remove barriers and, and, and keep you moving forward. This assessment is completely free. Not only that, once you complete the assessment, you'll be directed to a page where you can claim a free copy of my brand new book, 120 Minutes to Live Big. Don't settle for mediocrity, live big. Let's get started by visiting canilivebig.com and let's visit it today. That's canilivebig.com.